You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Rollstone Bank and Trust, where you matter most. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon and Kat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce here with you today. We are on the road. Today we're over at 675 Main Street. Some of you might remember this as the old Fidelity Bank. It is now the location of the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance. And we've got two great guests from the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance today. We have Jesse Olson. She is the executive director. And Tiana Burnett. She is the studio manager. Hello and welcome. Hello, welcome to Main Street Studios. Hey, Excited hi. to be here. I've been here a couple times, so it's nice to be back. Well, we're happy to have you both here. Jesse, can you provide us a brief history of the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance? Because I know there's a lot of talk of culture in Fitchburg, and we hear different names and, and groups associated with culture, but I don't think folks quite understand exactly what the Cultural Alliance is. Sure. We've actually been around for 40, well, almost 45 years. We started in 1978, and it was long before I was here, but... Um, it was a group of local organizations, the Art Museum, the Library, the Historical Society, Stratton Players, uh, and they all wanted to come together and share some resources, particularly some art lottery funding that was available, and they wanted to have control over it and not have it go through um, through a lot of bureaucracy, but they also wanted to pool resources to help promote events, promote uh, local artists, and so... Since the late 70s, uh, it's been representatives from those groups, but also individual artists who have come together and they've put on festivals. Uh, they've celebrated the youth in arts. Um, and in the early 2000s, they actually started a studio just down the block from here at 633 Main Street called Rolstone Studios. And that went for almost 10 years, but uh, like a lot of organizations, just people's bandwidth and, and funding ran out. And so um, the alliance kind of regrouped in the years between. And then with a lot of the investment that's going into Fitchburg and developing creative economy, we were given the opportunity to apply with mass development to with a group of art stewards who called themselves the Fitchburg Arts Collective. And they decided they wanted to make some affordable artist studios in downtown Fitchburg. So we've kind of transitioned just from being kind of a collective and artist group. And now we're, we're revisiting the studio plan. And our goal is to have affordable studios in the heart of downtown, but also a gallery space, a community meeting space, and a place where people can have classes and events. And I'll tell you, the building um, post-bank <laughs> has provided so many interesting spaces for you guys. And Tiana, I know that you're the studio manager. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the rooms and the different spaces, how do you think you're going to use them? Yeah, so we've been talking about this a little bit lately because we just went through a round of interviews with those who have applied for the studio spaces. So while I can have a vision for a particular use of space, it's also which artist feels drawn to which space in here and how they're going to use it and how their presence and, you know, the energy of what they're bringing in here is going to flow in there. Um, 
But we do have hopes for the one behind the vault, just as it's separated for a different type of space, um, photo studio space for hourly rentals. So that way it's open to the public. It's the same model that I was building in Springfield that really helps to activate the creative community. And beyond that, the main space, when you first walk into the bank with the tellers, that'll be the gallery space, more of like public events. Um, you can come in here and rent it as a venue. And the space where we're in now, the vault room, <laughs> um, is for things like this, you know, like more private gatherings and creative co-working. So, And I love that you call it the safe room because while our listeners can't see it, there is a giant safe <laughs> behind us because the bank left the safe. And I love it. But there's also a conference room that's mm-hmm. completely separated. So I love that you guys have the ability to really be flexible in, in the space and be able to have artists come in and be able to be drawn to a space. Mm-hmm. And that way it really does help the creative process, I think. It's also just being on Main Street. What's lovely is we are literally in the center of downtown. And even before we've had artists who are going to be moving in in the next few weeks, we just have some organic gathering space that people come in here and have. Com- we're sitting in the conference room, either having lunch or we've we've actually had a few small events here. And it, what's wonderful is just the conversation that happens here. And I think that's going to help dr- drive a lot of the community building and a lot of the creativity that's going to be happening here. And have you noticed that the um, profile of the cultural alliance has really just risen just in, in the time short time that you've been here? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I think what, what we're struggling is we want to maintain the cultural alliance identity, but also build this brand of Main Street Studios. Um, but I think that's part of our growing process in that we, we're reinvigorating our board. We, the fact we have staff for the first time in almost in over four decades, wow. that's really going to that's gonna change who we are. But I think it's also going to build allow us to continue into the next 40 years. And I want to get into your backgrounds as the staff here. I know, um, Jesse, you've got a history here in Fitchburg, uh, formerly with the Fitchburg Art Museum. You're familiar with Fitchburg and, and the, the the cultural work that Fitchburg's doing. What drew you to want to move over to the Cultural Alliance? Well, so yes, I worked as the membership and events manager at the museum for six years. And I've actually been in museums since I was a teenager. So I, as much as I love museums, I was eager to kind of leave the framework of a museum and work a little more directly with the community and work more directly with artists. Um, and I honestly didn't expect to fall in love with Fitchburg as much as I did, but within my second year of being here, I just jumped right in. I joined the Fitchburg cultural council. I was on the board of the Alliance. Um, I got to work with the new view art stewards and I've been involved in a lot of projects where I've been able to meet creative people. And I think this role has, is allowing me to help a lot of the people in a more elevated role and not only just be in a place to provide resources, but also provide that space. And Tiana, you mentioned Springfield. What did you do out in Springfield before you came here to manage the studios here? Um, yeah. So, well, I went to UMass Amherst. Yeah. So that's how I found myself. I'm from here. By the oh, way. excellent. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I was born in Leominster yeah. and I went to UMass Amherst. So I wanted to stay out there, quite frankly, because... I didn't know what was going on back home and I studied art history and arts management. And so I wanted to create spaces like organically around, you know, like marginalized artists, the artists I was working in the museums with my internship, uh, the UMCA. And it was a beautiful experience for me to be in that museum. But it was really that paired with my art history degree that was showing me that there is a whole range of people that I am not seeing. I'm not reflected in this work. And so I 
decided to create that that space and utilize the house that I was living in in college and start throwing pop-ups. And those kind of built into museums and galleries across Western Mass and uh, Connecticut. And um, yeah, and I ended up owning and operating uh, two studio spaces. Our last one was on Main Street in Springfield. So it's really cool for me to have built on Main Street and then be able to come home and find this opportunity on Main Street. And I just, I really, I've seen it. <laughs> I've grown a space <laughs> like this before with my team in Springfield. Um, it was called The Hub and the Creative Resource Hub. So I've just really been working to pair emerging and established creative professionals to resources, safe spaces, and a supportive community. And the fact that Fitchburg wants this here, the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance is bringing this here. It's, um, yeah. So that's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and for you, what's it like to know that you're going to be able to help bring those marginalized voices mm-hmm. visibility and get them space in your hometown? Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. I stayed out of here because I didn't see that. So now that I'm in a position where I can offer that to others, like I feel like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm called to be doing. Um, but just knowing that there is going to be a space. So many people from around here, like just it's going to open up so many different ways of thinking and things to do and different opportunity and how to make money being yourself. Um, I'm also a business coach and mentor. So I'm trying to help people build their brand and take their idea and give them what they need to get it going, you know, Um, some direction in their thought process. So uh, I think it's going to be really dope. And I'm really excited that I like, I see my family all the time, you know, Um, you'll catch my uncle Jimmy making his laps. I love him. And I I love being, back here and being in a position to just make space available because there's no space for us to gather. There's, I mean, I don't know where. It's going to change a lot. There's a lot going on on Main Street. There is a lot going on. And you were talking about making those connections. And I know that it took a lot to get this space up and going to provide for the artists and the creatives in our area. Um, Jesse, what can you give me a little history? Can you give our listeners a little history? Because I've heard some of this history. Um, this was a bank prior, but how did it come to and who helped make it so that the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance got to land here right on Main Street, which is so important, I agree. So our, we actually owe a lot to the Fitchburg State University. Uh, we are literally in their theater block. So we are at the end. So on one end is the Idea Lab and, and it um in town and in the middle is going to be the big theater that they're developing, but also there's going to be a restaurant and another in their student art gallery. Um, but we are at the end and they, we, they have been very helpful in getting us in this space. They're helpful in, in getting it operational and they're being very generous to us and giving us a lot, a lot of square footage to not only have studios, but have a gallery space and a classroom space. And it's, it's just, it's, as, as partners in a lot of these creative projects that are moving forward, both in uh, there's the housing, there's a creative cities program. The university is a big partner. And the fact that they're advocating and making this available for independent artists and not just the big institutions is very huge. Yeah, that is huge. And I also love the fact that um, you're creating a way f- for the artists that are probably coming out of Fitchburg state university mm-hmm. as well to give them an immediate Hey, listen, we're going to, you, you can have a space we're, we're, we have something right next to you to have a space. What a great collaboration to be a part of. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really important. We want students who come to Fitchburg to stay in Fitchburg and to know that they have not only somewhere to learn, but somewhere to hang out with their friends and create and, and just build their own community. So I think that's a very important, and that's part of building the economy because you want 
You want people who come here for four years to then say they're going to stay here for another four, eight years. And if they have friends here, they'll rent an apartment, they'll build a house. Um, but there's also a lot of great apartments going in on Main Street. So there are. It, adds, it adds to that as well. There are yeah. the BF Brown building, um, that complexes and the renovation that they're doing there is amazing as well. And actually the collective, the arts collective with whom the Alliance partner to start this project, they look to the, a lot of us kind of cross over and are on a lot of different committees and the arts collective there, they really wanted to establish the creative community here. So that when those apartments open, that it's a way to both provide these artists with somewhere to live, but also to make sure it's it's local artists who are setting the tone and that it's not just, I mean, we want new people to come in, but that it is being set by the artists who already live here and already will have established a work here. And I think what's amazing too is just in recent years, the amount of culture we are starting to see in the city. I know the schools have always been partnered with our museums and they've done kind of smaller one-off projects and, and different things, but we're seeing, was it six new murals in the past year? There's you know side streets that are now blocked off. There's a stage. You guys are now here on Main Street. What's it like for the two of you to kind of see this all kind of happening at once and being right in the middle of the fray of all this big development? Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm glad. I came back right on time. <laughs> you did. Yeah. So um, I'm actually, because I've seen um, like a city through this period of growth in Springfield and downtown Springfield, um, I'm really excited to see Fitchburg is jumping on the wave and all of this is is coming together. And I actually just spoke for Mass Cultural Council in Holyoke. And uh, I think with the addition of the resources, like the funding resources that are available and the focus that's given to these communities. Um, we're in a gateway city and there's big deals around big gateway cities. I can't give you a full definition of what that means, but <laughs> Fitchburg is one. <laughs> we are. Um, I think it's really, I, it's really powerful. And I'm also here, I'm happy that I'm here at the beginning of this because I understand how to set up the structure behind it, you know, mm-hmm. and like, and I've tested this myself for a year and a half. We were on that main street in that space. And I feel pretty confident with, the range of resources and abilities to collaborate that already exist between all these projects. So activating them all for like the greater community is going to be awesome. Right now we are going to take a quick break on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. We come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jesse Olson and Tiana Burnett from the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance right here in downtown Fitchburg. The business world is more competitive than ever and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. Today we're chatting with Jesse Olson and Tiana Burnett from the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance. Do you find that the attitudes are changing around the word creative economy and the impact that culture and arts can have on a, a city's economy? Because I think when artists understand that and people who are in music and art really get that, but sometimes folks will say, well, how are more artists going to help our city? How is this going to really transform our city? And I don't think folks quite get that concept all the time. I think so. And I, but I also think that something that Fitchburg had, and I think just is, is it's gone through transformations. And I think just the general, our general attitude in the world, we've kind of shipped, 
art has kind of become disconnected and more of a privilege. But when you think of, I mean, the reason the museum started, we have a museum here is because a woman who grew up here realized that art was very valuable to an industrial city. She definitely, she sent her collection back here and bequeathed money so that this city would have an art museum because she believed the students and the people who were growing up to go invent machinery needed that imagination and that creativity in order to create this. And we were one of the greatest industrial cities nationwide. There were th things that went to help Detroit manufacture cars. So, so there was definitely that connection a hundred years ago, but I think also as the industry left, that connection kind of got broken. And I think we're also starting, but now there's a resurgence. So I don't think the art ever left either, but I think that just kind of was simmering all along. And now it's, it's being catalyzed again. It's being given a chance to, to connect and not just be in its own silo that, that you can see that the problem solving that comes with putting on a show, uh, actually is the same kind of problem solving you might need to figure out a tech problem or, um, you know, being able to look at paint, uh, is, as people are developing these spaces and understanding color schemes and what, what is going to make it more attractive for, for customers to come in. I think there is, there's a practical application to the arts as well as just an aesthetic enjoyment. You know, when I came in, I came in just the other day, there was, there's a piece and I don't know if she's still here is this beautiful sculptural piece in one of the studios. So is, is sculpture and painting, is that's all going to be able to be accommodated here? Oh, we, we welcome all art, and it's not just visual art. We, I mean, we have within our membership, and that's been around for 45 years, we've had musicians, we've had theaters. Um, and I, with the partnership with the Fitchburg Public Schools in the whole STEAM program, it's also understanding that applied sciences are also in art, especially our neighbors. We have the computer gaming program from Fitchburg State. So that's that's an art in and of itself. So yes, we welcome all artists. And and the best thing is our neighbors are culinary artists because we have right now on we can look out the window here and see where Dario's is gonna open and two doors down, um Finicky Forks Popper's Pantry is gonna open. And th that's just within literally around the corner, but within walking distance, there's gonna be six to seven great restaurants and food is as much an art as painting. The building itself, um, can we just talk a little bit about the structural, the building you have? Because it's it's a really interesting space that this used to be a bank and how you're going to repurpose it. I know that, Tiana, you mentioned what's going to be out in front. Like the tellers, the, it's all still there. Yeah. And so do you guys envision any demolition or are you going to work with what you what the, with the space you've been given to make it? Yeah, no, we're going to work with what we got, really. Um, and as far as structural changes, we can't really do that many crazy things but it works I mean there are many ways to make what is here work um like some days we'll sit behind the teller desk and work and some days we're in the conference room working so it's it's interesting like you know you can get stuff done so like I think it provides more opportunities as it sits and it's you know less work so you know more investment into other things to make more people know about this so what is great for artists is actually there's a lot of light in this this except on rainy days like we had earlier this week but um <laughs> There is a lot of bright light in this space. Um, so that's helpful and established, but uh, we do have a blank canvas for color at least. Mm -hmm. Maybe not structurally, but we might change up some of the, make it a little less corporate. Right. A little less oh, yeah. bank. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's got to be a vibe in here yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess, uh, are we planning any exhibits involving the vault? That's the, the real big thing that I'm sure people are wondering. Um, yeah. It, it, it will happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? We, although we, we probably will at events, you know, if, if people, we will probably have a, you can crack the vault for $5 a chance. So, um, we, we will. We I will. love that. Yeah. <laughs> Put your skills to the test. Yes. Now throughout the conversation, you mentioned a number of partnerships. You mentioned in town Fitchburg being your neighbor at the other end of the block, Fitchburg mm-hmm. public schools, the Fitchburg state university. Can you tell us about some of the partnerships that Fitchburg cultural Alliance has and, and how it's allowed you to do some of the events that you've held this past year? I know I've seen a lot about Fitchburg cultural Alliance's name out there for a lot of things happening in the city. Uh, well, you definitely hit some of our, our big partners, but also, you know, our partners are our founding members. So, so we have the library, actually the light, there's some paintings uh, strewn around here. So the library is planning a big move and, and where we offered some space for them to do some selling of artwork with, um, at Fitchburg open studios. Um, the city is a huge, huge supporter and a huge, and there are, our, our other neighbor city hall is right across the street. And of course, I mean, my former workplace, the museum, uh, that's how I got here is because the cultural Alliance used to rent the space and, and host events there. Um, we also owe a lot to Sima park, um, because they, especially as we were coming out of the pandemic, they allowed us to host our youth awards there and, uh, they are on our board. So they, we maintain relationships with, with all our creative organizations. And that's that we aren't limited to who already is our partner. We are uh, starting a new membership program and we invite anybody who wants to get involved to use our space uh, to become a member because we want this to not just be for members, uh, for a select group of people. We want it to be for all people in this, not just Fitchburg, but the North Central Mass region. So can you tell us a little bit more about that new membership process you have? Originally, we just had two very basic levels, organization and individual, but now we're going to offer, now that we have a space and we, this will, by being a member, it allows you to use our space. If you want to use our conference room or do a per diem workspace. Um, But also we have a directory that is we put out every year of arts and culture in North Central Mass. So depending on what level of membership you choose is what level of advertisement you get. Um, and we will also be hosting a 45th anniversary event in March. And so membership will get you into that, will help support that event, but also has sponsorship opportunities. So you've got the 45th anniversary coming up in March. Do you have any other events before that that you'd like to talk about today? We are doing First Thursday. So actually, First Thursdays was started by the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance uh, probably 15 years ago. <laughs> and then as, as different things changed, it kind of just had a life of its own. And then in town, within town, they've kind of taken it on again. But now that we have a space, it's going to be an opportunity for us, especially when we have artists in here. We'll be open late on Thursdays. People can come in here and meet the artists. On a very small event that we are doing in November to get some alternative artists in because it's National Novel Writing Month. So we're going to host a couple write-ins here. Um, and so one is going to be on first Thursday, which is tonight. <laughs> okay. tonight. <laughs> All right. And um, I mean, we do kind of one-offs. We have, uh, we've had, we've had artist receptions here, but I think our biggest event that's coming up will be March 25th in 2023. And you mentioned the first Thursdays, and I know those picked up a lot of um, traction, especially over the summer. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the things that have happened at past first Thursdays? Well, for us, because we're, we're still pretty new, <laughs> um, but that was that was a chance for us to open our door. Well, we had our ribbon cutting and was also we kind of had a sneak preview. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, I know citywide, the museum stays open late and they're free. 
Um, the Fitchburg Public Market has popped up at River Sticks with some food trucks. And then the library usually has special activities. So it, it is all our partners and members that come together and offer activities. And the restaurants stay open or they might have a special band play. And when Mill Street is reactivated, that's a great place too to check out on first Thursdays because there'll be performances and and maybe artist talks or or and also um, eventually Riverfront Park will also have a performance area too. So first Thursdays are in the in the months and years to come. They're going to be a, a big deal again in Fitchburg. And they're also really um, the couple first Thursdays that I've been to um, with a couple other businesses. Um, it, it, it is gaining attraction and there's a lot of services that are there as well. There's other entities that come out. It is a real community event yeah. and it's great that Fitchburg Cultural Alliance is resurging and getting back into all of that to be a part of it um, as you are right here on Main Street. It's funny because I look across the street and I just saw the sign for the Fay Club. There really is a great sense of architecture. Um, mm -hmm. Fitchburg was uh, originally um, a large artist um, Continuum was here in the beginning. Um, I've been lucky enough to listen, uh, talk to Susan Navarro from the Fitchburg Historical Society, and she tells us all about that. Um, and this building, you were saying um, earlier that this building was um, added onto as well. So there's a lot of architects that's involved in here as well. Um, and the outside, you wouldn't necessarily know it's a Fitchburg Cultural Alliance, but I don't necessarily know that you would know it's a bank as well. <laughs> um, do you have plans for the outside of the building and, and what your plan is for raising awareness of where you are located? Because it's beautiful out there. Well, we do have to be mindful of our landlords. Yes. Um, but <laughs> yes, whatever we are allowed to do, we would love to do. So yes, and we're, and we're as we settle into the space, we want to take the opportunity to also build our brand again because we've had the same logo for the Alliance since 1978. So, <laughs> yeah. so a call for a new logo. <laughs> so if anyone's listening and they have ideas for a new logo, maybe, uh, but more importantly, if they want to talk to you about renting a studio space or mm -hmm. trying to become a featured artist, or if they want to talk to you about the new membership process, how does that work? Yeah, right now, um, we have limited socials right now, mm -hmm. um, but there is a link tree. If you go to Main Street Studios on Instagram, you can find the link tree and then there's a option to leave a message and that'll get right to my inbox. Um, or my email is tiana at fitchburgculturalalliance.org. Um, Wednesday through Friday, you can stop by or, you know, um, we do have a link to schedule a tour of the space as well. Um, and it'll ask you a few questions just, you know, to let me know what to expect when you get here. And yeah, but I'm happy. I'm happy to talk to those who are interested in studio spaces, um, interested in connecting with the creative community or hosting their own pro uh, programming or workshops. Yeah, we're really excited. Actually, the young professionals of North Central Massachusetts mm -hmm. are excited to come for a night here next in um, in November, um, and we'll be having an event. And I love the fact that this is a rentable space, and it's such a creative space. There's so many things you could do with it, and you've got nooks and crannies and great way to really create a flow for an event. And uh, we're really looking forward to being here. And for those who've been joining us, we've been chatting with Jesse Olson, the executive director, and Tiana Burnett, the studio manager at the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance at their Main Street Studios. Come check them out, 675 Main Street, right here in downtown Fitchburg. This is the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, 
please visit northcentralmass.com.